So dissect it from now. At what stage, you and you talked about that you think South Africa might be on a possibly, you're not declaring, no. could possibly be on a bit of a slide. Mm. But what we, what is there to like about what the Australians have done since they were here a couple of weeks ago? And that's the thing. A lot of people are saying we, we would love the Wallabies to be playing the All Blacks the next two weeks. If, it would have been nice to have done Argentina, done the Springboks, and then move into it the It would have been a build. The, yeah, it would have been a build. Whereas yeah. as we go straight into that, yeah. and they're such a good team. So it's, it's a bit hard to get a reflection. But, you know, the, the Springboks are a slightly older team. But, you know, the Wallabies, for a long time, our front row and our scrum was criticised. But now we've got Taniela Tupo, who we spoke about, a young kid. So Tupo's, I think, 23. Angus Bell's only 20. And most props don't mature till they're, you know, 28, 29. So all of a sudden, we've got a, a forward pack that is competitive. Um, How is White? Nick White. Because when he came on, I reckon the game before against South Africa, he was the spark for me. He looked vibey. So. Yep. Is he better in that spark role than being the main man to start, start with? Because they're, they're both similar. You know, Tate McDermott and, and Nick White, they're both at their most damaging when they're doing those little darts, picking up and going and taking it to the defence. He's so, antagonistic, White. He, he, yeah. He's got a bit in him, I reckon. He's got yeah. more. He's got more proverb. He's got more um, poo in him. Yeah, well, he's a lot more. He's a lot more experienced than Tate. I think Tate Tate's still finding his way, but sure. becoming very good. So, look, it's, oh, I guess it depends on who they're playing. Um, I think his kicking game's probably a little bit better than Tate. So, in a team like the Springboks, you want to try and turn them around. He's probably got that confidence in a bit more of a kicking game. So, look, there's much of a much. They both offer something when they do come on. And that's the strength now. The Wallabies, they're starting to get a, a bench that when it does come on, you're not thinking, oh, God, we've got to bring him on. You're bringing someone on thinking, oh, great, this guy's coming on. And that's the difference for me in, in the squad that they've got. There's positives from 1 to 23. Did you know that there is, and I, and I didn't know this, but there is the AFL Grand Final Week book sales record. And it's just a, it's a thing that someone who told someone who told someone said that people often buy books on AFL Grand Final Weekend to sit read a book after the grand final. They want a bit of downtime. The AFL season's over. I've got my hands on Australia's toughest sports people, courtesy of yourself here. That's a good book for grand final week. 12 athletes who epitomise the grit, courage and determination of Australian sport. Penned by yourself with Rick McCosker on the cover. Mm. Now, I'm led to believe that this is fast becoming the most sought-after book for AFL Grand Final Week. And I think a lot of people on the East Coast have already purchased it, thinking the Grand Final was last week, but but it's two weeks off. Of course. The West Australians are champing at the bit to get their laughing gear around this book, Mick, in all good and bad bookstores. Everywhere where you buy books and online, if you want to just Google Australia's toughest sports people. But otherwise, yeah, get out, get it in the bookstores, go and, go and buy it from you the You could bookshop. be on the dais for the most <laughs> purchased book for AFL Grand Final Week especially for the Sunday after the grand final, because it's it. Grand final's over. Oh, we can all breathe. Take a breath. No school sport. We're in between seasons. <laughs> Cup of tea and had a scone. And a good read. And Australia's toughest sports. Had a people. couple of AFL players in there. And yeah. And waffle players. So it's, uh, yeah. Bunce. Yeah, Hayden Dermot, Dipper. Yeah. Wow. It's a good book. And thank you for providing me with. Well, I know you very generously gave your copy away, Tim. So oh, I, I know. Thought, and you've signed it up here with the words, harden up. Yeah. <laughs> You think that's funny, do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming in talking more. No worries, Goss. Mick Collis, always kind enough to join us in the studio. And that is a great book. I, I kid you not. Australia's Toughest Sports People. A beautiful little coffee table book. It's not too big. Great pictures in the middle. It's got Rick McCosker with his broken jaw from the 77th Centenary Test. All... Uh, 
all done up. It's all uh, bandaged up. It is absolutely brilliant reading. I kid you not. It is written by the very good friend of uh, WA Sport. He's a poet. He's a after-dinner speaker. He's a fantastic character and is a great author as well. Mick Collis. Get it. Australia's toughest sports people. If you haven't read it, you'll regret it. This is Sporting Goose.